Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This show is brought to you in association with Labbrooks for all your betting needs with a new site design and great prices. It's our preferred bookie. New members can get a free match bet up to £50 when you sign up and use the code LAD50. Check on site for details at labbrooks.com. Hello and welcome to the Chelsea Podcast, The Chelsea, with me, Phil Daniels, Kerry Levy, and Mr. Bird of Smithfield. Thank you. How Hello. are you, Alan? Howdy. I'm very well, thank you. Did you go to the game this I week? I did indeed. What, both of them? Yeah, both of them. Who the yeah. hell's cooking? <laughs> <laughs> or have you got to that level now that you don't actually need to do any? He I turn up occasionally. No, he cooked for us, remember? Yeah, we didn't even see we him all night. We Bird of Smithfield. He was so busy, wasn't he? And um, I had a deconstructed cheesecake. He did, which you reconstructed internally, I heard. <laughs> it was really nice, yes. Thank you. Well, you, you can catch us on uh, Food Network, uh, 16th of October. We're, we're Keep on, the plug going. Uh, diners, drive-ins and dives, uh, a bite of Britain. You're not in the dives bit. Uh, I think we come under diners. Diners, that You're not it. on man versus food, are you? Not yet. Oh. No, we're working on it. Oh, that's good. As long as it's not the health inspectors, you'll be all right. <laughs> I know, it was very nice. Your it was, your food. Was really nice. God. I miss it. I miss it. That's very kind. I miss your food, Al. Well, you do you remember, Come back soon. Do you remember the days when he used to bring a little something in? When he first started as a podcaster, <laughs> and he'd bring in a I little... I never was bit. here on those days. So Were you not? Think, Did you no. not have the, day, the magic days, yep. the halcyon days of scotch eggs? Oh, Chocolate those, brownie. Oh, those brownies. And everyone was sick. And, or sick of eating them because they were so beautiful and he brought so many and I managed to take about four home it was brilliant baked potato next time baked potato <laughs> with a twist of it deconstructed <laughs> with a steak with a steak and That's, some spinach isn't that what you have for lunch Phil I had a I know it was a constructed steak with spinach and um, garlic with a bit of fish sauce mixed in with it 
just to just it up a bit. Um, <laughs> it was a ribeye steak with just a little bit of onion gravy on the top and two two organic two organic um, baked potatoes. <laughs> anyway, let's talk uh, anyway, about football. Yeah, exactly. Let's talk about football. <laughs> well, what, what can we? Can, can I just remind you that last week, if only we could just press play to your predictions and your feelings last week, Phil. And here we are a week later. You had the feeling of doom upon you, didn't well, you? Well, we played so terrible. We've been so bad that um, I think the Maccabi game, um, you know, was a step in the right direction. And, I mean, the Arsenal game was... <laughs> just um, makes you laugh. <laughs> just makes, makes you smile, doesn't it? It makes me laugh the whole time. But we did play a lot better in that game. I mean, even Oscar did a tackle. He never passed it. <laughs> He never passed to any Chelsea player, but he did a couple of tackles. Uh, well, I think, we, I, I think Oscar was one of our best players the other day. But well, he didn't pass to Chelsea player. He kept giving it away. you got to admit that. Uh, well, let's go back first, though, to Maccabi and, um, and talk about that, because that was the first time we saw Mourinho. I was saying last week, Al, that what I thought was exciting about this period was we're really going to find the measure of Mourinho. And I know that sounds silly after everything he's won, but he's won things by leading from the front usually. And he's, he's had to sort of try and uh, get things so that uh, he, he altered his way of working with the players and get them working in a different way. And I, I said, we'll see how he reacts to this. And he's been utterly fantastic this week because he's changed it up he's changed two games on a row you know he's he's done different things and Maccabi well I think for me we've we've seen the writing on the wall there Dave for me was the man of the match and I think Dave needs to go back to right back ultimately because everyone used to go on about him not being able to attack in the same way that Ivanovic does but on the left as a left back he he could never go forward because he's left his left foot doesn't work so well. But as a right-back against Maccabi, he was fantastic. Kerry loves Dave. <laughs> I do. I think he's fantastic. I think Caesar's a, a fantastic little player. And as I said to Kerry earlier on, it's a well-used cliche, but he's got a fantastic engine. I mean, he gets forward, he gets back again. And I, I can't see enough of the guy. I love him. Alan loves Dave. Uh, two Dave lovers, yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Don't you think... We see what we're missing by not having him at right back in a well, lot of ways. Uh, yeah, I think I think the problem's been kind of highlighted lately because Ivanovic, you know, he was one of our best players. It was, you know, our defence. You got to go. You know, I don't want to go on about it, but our defence was the best in the Premiership last year, and Ivanovic had a good year, really. He had a great uh, season, and it's difficult, um, you know, to just say, "All right, mate." you're finished but that's the way it goes sometimes in football and if you're going to play um, Dave at right back where are you going to play Ivanovic his first choice he played against Arsenal with Ivanovic made him captain put it that way I I think he made a statement by doing that as well and I think that's interesting in itself but ultimately I think Dave moves to right back and probably Rahman if he comes good will be the left back because they both have pace I mean Rahman I'd say the other night uh, looked a bit raw, looked a bit green, you know, and actually what would have Walcott made of him or, or whatever, you know, I don't mm. know. Um, in fact, that was the thing. Well, Walcott, he can make mince meat of anybody, he just can't keep on side, can he? Yeah. I mean, he just, he ain't got it sussed yet. No. He's a Sunday footballer. <laughs> <laughs> 
So you're not convinced about him yet. He looks good going forward, though, Rahman, though, doesn't he? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, he's, he's raw. I mean, yeah, He's got to get time it, on the pitch. It's a it? tough position to just sling someone in. You know, even um, the guy we let go. Luis. Luis, you know, he found it tough at left back. They're, they're, they're very important positions. You can't just put someone in that's... Uh, and we need that pace you know, as well. Because you get skinned there, you, you, your defence is at it. They're behind you, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. And I, I know I don't want to go on about how great Aspi is, but there was a, a moment um, in the Maccabi game where there was two men coming at him uh, down the wing and the one on the inside started to cut inside. Now, where Ivanovic would have followed the man with the ball, he shouted to uh, Zuma to come over and take the man on. And it was brilliant because then he stayed out wide with the wide man and didn't get that overlap naturally happening. And that's kind of what we've, we've been missing. Ivanovic always follows the ball. And I think it was very interesting to see, OK, it's only a pub side we're playing, uh, but he did show what a really great right back does. He starts pulling other people into the right place. Well, it's a good thing. At least that's a positive spin. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maccabi give us a positive spin. Yeah. On, we needed that confidence. On, on things. And, you know, as I predicted, he made quite a lot of changes, <laughs> didn't he? <laughs> it was possibly not the hardest uh, prediction to make. No, you, you were no. saying, no. You were saying he's going to stick with them first teamers. And I said, no, he's going to put my boys in. And I thought Remy had a good game against Maccabi. Yeah, I thought he did. He didn't score, but he did a lot of work. Yeah, uh, in fact, I thought he was very unlucky that the Williams substitution uh, turned out as it did because he had to drop back and play wide. But yeah. he did it selflessly and for the team. Well, it looks like he's going to get a bit more of a chance now with uh, the band that looks like it's coming Costa's way. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll get to that in yeah. a minute. Well, 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 who's it, Costa? Remy. Yeah. Oh, Arsenal put a bid in for Costa, apparently. They won him. <laughs> They want him because they go, oh, he's so dirty, he's so filthy, he's horrible, we could do with him. <laughs> we'll, we'll, get, we'll get on to that in a minute. But the Maccabi thing, I, it, it was, a, you know, you can only beat what's in front of you. And I think we did it comfortably and I think we did it emphatically. And I think there were really positive things to take out of it. None more so than Loftus-Cheek. I thought he had a fabulous game. Great player. Oh, he's great. And I think the good thing as well is we didn't concede. You know, after the the previous games, not to to have a clean sheet, it makes a massive difference to the whole team. Well, maybe they're getting used to this keeper as well a bit. I mean, he's not a bad keeper, and uh, I suppose Zuma makes a little bit of a difference. Did he play against Maccabi? Yeah. You see, I, th- I think there's something really interesting about the whole JT thing and the fact that he's... It looks as though this could be about the time we're seeing the changeover. Um, I'm sure we'll see JT being picked for... Plenty of games this season. Well, the Walsall game anyway. Mm. Yeah, he will. Well, but there you go. I think he's he should be thinking of himself being groomed now for for coaching and actually playing in a game like the Walsall game with some a lot of the younger players. I would have thought he'll choose a lot of the younger players that he can almost be coaching these kids through and getting them into the right mentality for the for the bigger games, perhaps. Yeah, I mean, I think he's still, I think he's still giving a game, and I think he's still needed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe just maybe he could do with a little bit of a rest, you know. Yeah, I, I well, he didn't I, miss a game last season, did he? So you know, he didn't really, or the the squad didn't have the the break they would have liked to have had over the summer period. But he did come back earlier than everyone else to start his pre-season training. So it's probably right that he has had a little 
time to sit out, but you saw the big hug that There'll he got in from Jose. There'd you know, be too I, much evil on the pitch if he was on the pitch with Costa. It'd be like it'd Satan. Be so, it'd be Satan's coven. Satan's team, you know. The team from hell. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's a yeah, massive Who put influence. the hell in Chelsea? Oh. oh. Hey, oh. what we did there. But, you know, I mean, it's, I, I think, you know, that was a great goal from Costa, though, away from all his nastiness and, you know, well, what we love. Uh, that was a great goal he scored against Maccabee, that volley. Yeah, you want more of that, don't you? Because yeah. I, started to, I started to think that weren't in him anymore, you know, that sort of, that sort of goal. He might bundle one yeah, in. Yeah, he probably exercised of... a few demons, didn't he, when he scored that goal? <laughs> yeah, he probably did. Well, he certainly... He released some curdle. I think. <laughs> I'm not sure if I like the sound of that. No, he needs to see someone about that, yeah. really. <laughs> but no, I mean, I, I thought the Maccabee game, it was great because it got us back into some sort of semblance of order. Um, I thought Loftus-Cheek was, was immense. I think he shows exactly how far he could potentially go. Um, he's still got a lot to learn. But what I thought was amazing from Loftus-Cheek was you've got a young kid who's handling that midfield basically on his own, um, getting booked in the first minute and keeping it together to not even get into an entanglement with a referee for the next 89. And I thought that showed incredible maturity because I would have thought, you know, Jose's reaction probably is in the back of his mind thinking, I better keep an eye on this. I may have to sub him if he gets sucked into the game. But um, he didn't. And I thought he showed real composure. I like I like the look of him. Yeah, let's hope he gets a, f- a few more minutes. He will. Well, he'll get minutes yeah. tomorrow night um, against Walsall. Uh, but he looks as though he could step into proper games and do do. Who quite we got well. next? Newcastle. Walsall tomorrow, then Newcastle, who have been fantastic this year. Well, they got they got, they got McLaren, haven't they? Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, he hasn't used his brolly once. I think that's what's missing. You know, he ain't been out there in his probably. No, he hasn't, and I think you know. I'm not going to diss him too much because no, they, the they can be a bit of a bogey side yeah, for us. The Indian side, <laughs> yeah, they? yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the last yeah. thing we want is they kickstart their season against us. Yeah. <laughs> Just one more week of utter rubbish, please, Newcastle, and we'll be happy. <laughs> but I suppose, I suppose, okay. Look, we we've danced around Maccabi and everything, but we should really go to what was. The most wonderful day out uh, at the weekend against the arse. And it, it was just... Okay, the, uh, my, my immediate thought on what the problem is, is everyone's talked about Costa now, and it's got bigger and bigger, the whole story. We'll get on to that in a minute. What I'm a, I think is a shame is that's kind of taken away over the fact that before the sending-offs or anything had happened, Chelsea showed that they were in command. We were in charge of that game from minute one to minute 90, irrespective of who stayed on the pitch, who went off for a shower. We were fantastic, I thought. How did you view it, Phil? Well, I only saw it on Match of the Day and uh, stuff, and it looked like, well, I watched, actually, 40 minutes of the first half, and Chelsea seemed on top. I just feel, you know, with Chelsea, it's a bit like, you know, you can't sit on your laurels. You have to, they have to be at top peak the whole time. To, to beat people and they looked like they were on form and they were much sharper with their passing they were crisper they were getting stuck in they were chasing they were you know they were doing all the things that they have to do um, without looking tired doing it 
And um, they were better than Arsenal. And, you know, Arsenal were a dangerous team because of their, their fancy pants players, you know. And they had a lot of fancy pants players out there on, on, on the other day, didn't they? With Cazola and Ozil and Theo Walcott. Well, yeah, but they didn't really do anything that fancy. They just had the pants. No, <laughs> they got round Ivanovic a couple of times when he does yeah. his handcuff thing. Well, I, I can't bear that. I mean, it's my bugbear. What, the handcuff? Yeah, it is. It's just like, <laughs> like, no, just get yeah. your hands out. Yeah. I mean, look what you can do with them if you keep your hands free. Just ask Costa. You know, you can do a lot with them. <laughs> well, you can. And JT, you know, how many penalties, as he say, uh, how many penalties would they have had? You know, with him sticking his arms in the way, he's done it so many times for us and got away with it, hasn't he? Through history, those hands have been a second yeah. goalkeeper. Yeah. But it's it's true, and I, I think it, it was a very interesting time of it because I think you saw a bit of a resurgence been happening this week with Hazard. Apart from, can I say that he's he's obviously been in training for the World Cup, the Rugby World Cup, hasn't he? Because that penalty His was penalty, yeah. I mean, it, it was it went into the upper tier the other night. It was extraordinary. But there, there is no way he can do that unless it's <laughs> deliberate. I know he, he was amazed himself. Yeah, I think. Well, well, maybe that was the the rock bottom he needed to hit. I think he, uh, yeah, I think he. Uh, did that fatal mistake of changing his mind just as he went to kick the ball yeah. and did everything wrong. Yeah, I think you're right. But I, mean, I ain't having a go at him because he, he, he played well against Arsenal. Oh, no, but did, that's yeah. what I'm saying because actually, uh, going back to Maccabee, there was a moment where Raman uh, had a little run into the box where he slalomed through three or four people and then lost it. And it did something because about two minutes later, Hazard did exactly the same thing and got further. And it was the first time we'd seen him really jinking properly through players. And, and that seemed to be a, a turning moment for me. And, and I, thought he, I thought he was great against Well, Arsenal. he's always got to prove, uh, unfortunately for him, he's a star. And he's always got to prove every game that he's the best player on the park. He's got to show it every game. And he can't sit on his laurels. That's the problem with it all, you know. And he did, he did that against Arsenal. Yeah, he did. I, I, I thought he, I thought he was magnificent. And um, I mean, we mustn't forget Zuma. Zuma's performance on Saturday was phenomenal. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think I don't think anyone. I mean, okay, Branner didn't have the greatest of games, but it wasn't as poor as it had been. He was getting better in it. Um, but you know, on the whole, everyone, he tried to be peacemaker at one point, didn't he? Yeah, that as captain, have, that must have irked him, yeah. mustn't it? <laughs> <laughs> He didn't know whether to dive. He didn't know whether, you know. So, I, I thought Zuma's, uh, like his tackle uh, against uh, Walcott was perfectly timed. And he had that shot. All right, went over the bar. It was a bit like uh, Hazard's penalty. But he showed a lot of confidence in that game. And, uh, you know, for a man of his age, he's only a, what, 19, 20 years old. Um, and he, I thought he was brilliant. And he showed a lot of confidence in that game. So I was really pleased to see him work like that with JT being out the side him coming in you know it's, it shows a big big uh, you know a lot of character for him yeah and no, I, I thought he had a great game and, uh, and it was well let's say that with that result it really was lovely to see Peter back at the uh, bridge because um, he it, it, how did you feel about seeing him coming out? I mean, also, did you see that footage of him yeah. coming into he the got ground? Off the coach. Got off the coach and went to the home side, <laughs> did he? Yeah, yeah. he had to turn back. <laughs> Bless him. 
and uh, and it got an amazing reception from the Chelsea fans. Absolutely, down Matthew Harding end, it was it was brilliant, and he kept giving us the thumbs up and everything. So you know, it must have been strange for him, but yeah, it, back at um, back at places, it been a big part of his life. Well, yeah, and he must have felt that he kind of won the game anyway because it was two 0 to us and. Yeah, I think, you know, for him, it kind of was the perfect result. He don't get too much stick, and he can just carry on with his Arsenal career now, and yeah. Chelsea will go, all right, all right, Pete, let two in. Thanks, mate. Yeah. See you later. No, yeah. it was great to see him back then. No, well, sort of. It was well, great to see him because we won, but yeah. I would have been, I'd have hated it if they'd have won 4-0 and you'd seen him jumping up and down like Luis did for PSG against yeah. us, you know. I mean, I wouldn't have liked that, but no. I don't. I think he's got a bit more dignity about him anyway. So yeah, it was great. So it was nice to see him back. So I suppose we should really get on don't to. Don't say David Luiz has no dignity, all right? Because no one loves him more than me. <laughs> oh, you're back loving him oh, now. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> he's back on your Christmas card list. Should yeah. never have sold him. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what about Matter? never sell matter uh, okay what about De Bruyne yes sell him you thought we should <laughs> well he was a bit you know he's wishy-washy I think I think Man City have made a I mean alright he had scored a goal but they didn't win did they De Bruyne's first game did they win no but he's, at, he's on a mission isn't he to they got rub beat. in they got beat De yeah. Bruyne played they got beat that's yeah. what I think about him I don't think he's a winner okay that's interesting there you go. That's the transfer thought. And that's why I think Mourinho let, lets them go if you don't think they're winners. Yeah. No, I think, I think you're probably right. But, so I suppose we should get on to the uh, burning issue of the uh, week, which is Diego Costa, devil or saint? <laughs> <laughs> okay. None of us can answer that the way we'd like to, can we? Um, well, he's it, a saint, of course. Yeah. He's a yeah, You know. What should he get a red card uh, in in retrospect for what he did the other day? No, why not? Well, what I saw of it was this, right? He's in the box with a fella. They've had a bit of you know centre half stuff, and he's put his hand up and he's touched the bloke in the face with his hand while he's looking the other way, right? That's not a sending off offence. Has he been sent off for that? And then what happened was he did a little chest. Didn't he? Yeah. And a fella, and the fella went down. Now, whatever happened to our defenders? I mean, a defender, why did he go down? Why didn't he stick his chest out? Back to him. So, I can't see why he was sent off at all, you know, respectfully sent off at all. I thought a yellow card was sufficient for him. I think a yellow card was sufficient for Pallister. I mean, that little kick he done was hardly anything. So, I think the ref's to blame for it all. Okay, uh... All right. Alan. Is that enough? Uh, yeah, I think so. I'll just see what... Alan, should he, have, should he be given a red? Should he have a three-match ban? Uh, I thought he deserved to get a card, at least. Um, when he sort of put his hands in uh, Koscielny's face. Um, then when he got involved with Gabriel, but Gabriel was out to... There's obviously some previous from the before, um, back in La Liga, but... When you saw uh, the way that Gabriel reacted, I think that was more um, of a overreaction that the referee, you know, saw. And then he reacted. Then Mike Dean actually reacted to that. But I thought he was going to react, Mike Dean, to the original like hands in the face to Koscielny. But apparently, he didn't see that. He must have been the only person in the ground that didn't see that. 
Uh, and then get out clause, isn't it? Yeah, his performance was pretty poor for right. both teams. So let's face it. He's, but Costa, Costa was no angel. Let's let's put it that way. Now, in this day and age, yeah. it, it's probably now it's been highlighted. It's probably a red card all day long because the referee uh, found a way of getting out by saying, "I didn't see it." Of course, he saw it. He just made whatever decision he made and can't stick. He's still it. got a game this weekend. Yeah, like Diego David. doesn't. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. You know, I mean, he is one of the... I, do you know what I hate about Mike Dean? And I hope he listens to this, because maybe he'll take some notice. He does all this flourish of a hand as if to go, is it going to be a card, or is it going to be a penalty, or is it going to be a goal kick? <laughs> he does this thing. It's almost like being on, you know, one of those uh, reality shows when you're waiting for the decision um, for who's in or who's out. And it's ridiculous. He's hysterical, and it drives me nuts. So, you know, I think he should just be banned for life. Mm. Really. <laughs> but, yeah, Costa's always going to be the pantomime villain, isn't he? He's, uh, he's, he's a Suarez-type player. He, you know, annoys the hell out of the opposition. The opposition would love to have him on their side, and that's why we love but him. But, I mean, come on. I mean, Arsenal fans, I know you're not listening, but come on. I mean, he's like, he's done, <laughs> you know, crimes against humanity. I mean... He put his hand in a guy's face, you know, and, and pushed he his chest. He squashed him, Phil. And he pushed his chest out. Him. And he's he didn't like, bite him, did he? They were in tears. They want him dead. They yeah. want him shot. And Wenger, <laughs> I'm sorry, why isn't Wenger in trouble for making these comments about a player needing to be banned, needing red cards? I thought that wasn't isn't allowed. Isn't as bad as the, the player shaking yeah. their hand with yeah. a card? Of course it yeah. is. This has all come about because, actually, if Mike Dean had said... Yes, I gave a card for that incident. End of story. Nobody can do anything about it. But because he's got several possible incidents he can choose from, he's decided to ignore the main one and said, oh, no, I didn't give it for that. I gave it for this. We all know that's nonsense. We all know which one he gave it for. He's just bowed under pressure from Wenger. And I think that's wrong. And, and by the letter of the FA, that's not allowable. Well, so he should be banned. Well, Joe saying Wenger's... Harmony will not be getting any nearer, will it? We're well, they had that. Did you see? Even, oh, he did. He sort of he tried his, to shake his that hand, handshake yeah. at the yeah. beginning. It was a horrible. It was so horrible, wasn't it? Yeah. It was. You that know. fourth official just got in the way at the right time, didn't he? But he still managed to sort of nip in there. Well, he got the handshake yeah. in. So, I mean, it, it was quite interesting, but not a chance. Of it at the didn't end linger of the game. at all, did he? No, he didn't go near him. And I think you know, I bet you. Wenger is probably a very, very intelligent man. He's probably a very erudite talker if you ever meet him on subjects far and wide. But he is acting like the schoolyard idiot. You know, he's acting like a seven-year-old who's had his ball nicked by somebody else. I think, you know, but I think, you know, he's not that bright. You know, (laughs) he's a bit of an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) He might have one or two big words, but that's about it. Yeah, well, okay. No, he he's probably done well right. for them, has he? No. I don't think so, you know. I mean, it's it's constant sort of... Yeah, hmm. you've, got a, you've got a question why he hasn't bought an outfield player for God knows how long, and you've got a question... Well, they don't look any why, better than they did last why year, Why he thinks his squad's yeah. strong enough to win a championship, although Jose reckons he could do it with that same <laughs> side as well. Well, well that's they, the ultimate They just add up, more fuel <laughs> well, to the I mean, they've lost two games already. 
Yeah. I mean, they're not doing as, you know, yeah. they're not a lot better than us, are they? No, no Points-wise. The point is, this Costa thing, not only does it detract from the fact that we were so much better than them, it manages to enable Arsenal to forget about the fact they were crap the other day against us and had no answer. We could have played, you could have given them 12 men, they wouldn't have worked out to get it in the net. You know, the truth is, probably the one person who could have given us trouble was Giroud, and they didn't bring him on till late. You know, he could have he could have got in amongst it. You know, Walcott, it's all very well, but he's he's not a big time player. No, he's he's not a centre. You know, for all this centre forward business, they they tout, he's not a centre forward, is he? No. he? He's a centre forward if you put the ball if the the back four play up and you put the ball over the top and he can sprint you. He's going to sprint anybody, so they're not going to let him do that, are they? Ven- Wenger's groomed him. Excuse the pun, but. Um, Wenger's groomed him to be the the next Thierry Henry. You know, he started off as a winger. He was hoping he was going to, you know, flourish into that role as a striker. It hasn't happened. You know, it may be once or twice. I mean, yeah, good. you're lucky to do that in a, in a career to get a winger that becomes yeah. a brilliant centre forward. Yeah, no, that's right. I mean, and they've had it in a lifetime anyway, haven't they? With Henri, Mohamed Salah might be the one for us. He'd be good up front. Him. <laughs> Talking to people out on loan are doing well. What about Victor Moses? Oh, God. Don't get me started. And apparently, Quadrado <laughs> smashing it at uh, Juventus as well. Yep. Yeah, so there you go. Can't do it at Chelsea, but uh, what... Horses you... for courses, isn't it, sometimes? Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe the culture's better for Quadrado. They're playing him. He likes the way Italian football is. Moses is just a good player. Moses yeah. has just never had a run at Chelsea. If he had a run, he'd do well for us. Maybe, you know, he's defensively doesn't do enough, maybe, for yeah, Mourinho. Yeah, I don't may, know. It may, maybe the, the training's a bit too intense. But he scores goals. Yeah, and, he that's, and he scored them for us when he's played. Yeah, he scores goals, doesn't he, Moses? Yeah. yeah. I like but, you him. know, it's West Ham. You know, the, the Christmas decorations will come down quite soon. <laughs> <laughs> Before we play a monthly. <laughs> I, I, well, that's what I said. My mate is big West Ham. So, oh, can't we get you at Stamford Bridge now? All oh, right. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. what, I was with a West Ham friend of mine at lunchtime, and he's saying, "We've only got two more games really this season. You away, and man, you away, and then we'll have done the lot of you." Yeah. And that's it. They think they're champions. <laughs> well, good luck to them. Yeah, you know. absolutely. Well, I think it's brilliant. I think Bilic has done an amazing yeah. thing, and I love the fact that then they throw in a loss against Bournemouth. It's just brilliant. You can't write football like that. Well, they can't win at home, can they? They can win away. No. That's it. That's it. Maybe they should just get rid of the credit. Credit where it's due, you know, that was a great result for them against City, wasn't it? Well, they've done us all a favour as well in the long run. We all had our fingers crossed for that one, didn't we? No, I had nothing crossed because you didn't think it was believable. (laughs) It was one of those you walked in and went, you what? (laughs) But it's opened, to me, this, you know, this week has opened up the league a bit, really, because... It with United shows, as well. When they looked invincible, you know, you've got that feeling City were invincible. Two games in a row at home they've lost. Um, you know, Arsenal have been beat. Liverpool is dead man walking, I'm afraid. That manager there's, what's his name? Brendan Rodgers. Looks like a dead man walking to me. Yeah, I, th- I think he is. A, a, you know, he's now, you know, this whole thing with Benteke, you know, oh, he's not really quite doing it and then put Danny Ings in, it becomes better. Well, hold on. You know, you paid a lot of money for Benteke. Yeah, I don't you? think he knows what he, he wants because it's two different ways of playing with two different He balls. don't look well either to me. No, he it, looks like he's sourced up. 
<laughs> He's an old-fashioned manager. 17 pints and two bottles of scotch a day. Uh, well, oh, he's, I don't know. I mean... But I'm not saying that about you, really, mate. But no, you're not. You're no. not. But anyway, let's hope whatever happens continues at Liverpool and uh, <laughs> it carries on in a downward spiral. That's all I can say. Same at City, same at Arsenal. And, uh, you know, the only ones who are annoyingly doing okay are Man U. Yeah. But, well, you know, they've got quite a nice side and I don't mind an attacking... If a side's attacking... It's good to beat them, you know? Ah, yeah, I see where you're going with that. Yeah, no, yeah. Like, well, you get a good game against... Them. I reckon yeah. you get a good game against United because yeah. they'll come at you. Yeah. Well, they're, they're only two points behind City now, so that puts a bit of pressure on City, uh, and we need that to happen as well. Yeah, but you're right. I think, I think everything's got opened up this week uh, because it's not so much the difference in points now. It's mentally. Yes. Even City will be going... Hold on, we've just lost twice in a week, and we thought we were invincible a week ago. Yeah. Well, so. he's, he's changed it. He's, you know, he, he's got a lot of players down He's got a lot of players to keep happy down there. I mean, yeah, Mourinho's got yeah. a few, but he's got yeah. Boney, M. Um, <laughs> Boney, M. Um, <laughs> he's got them all, hasn't he? he you has, know. You know, Aguero, Kevin De Bruyne. He's got the kid yeah. from Villa, who's hurt himself now, but anyway. But De Bruyne only played because Silva got injured in the warm-up, oh, so right. he's yeah. got to keep those guys happy, hasn't he? He's a good player, yeah. Silva. Silva's yeah. brilliant, yeah. yeah, yeah. I have to say. But, um, but no, it does. It really mixes things up, doesn't it, in terms of um, you know, the teams that could win the league. And with two points between United and City and us on, Coming a, up. on a run now. Yeah, we're, we're on a roll from... And we've gone to what? Fifth from bottom or sixth from bottom now. Oh. Love it. I love it down there. Because you can go up loads of places in a week. Just like, like old two. times. Yeah, it is. It's, I love it. That's we used it. to be down there. We, we were, absolutely. So, yeah, so we got coming up the, the Walsall game. Um, that'll be interesting. Be the usual second string run out. Um, I hope it's not a horrible, nasty, cold, miserable night where we get, you know destroyed because we don't get on it but I think it'll we be kind enough. of won didn't we win the league cup last year yeah with a sort of we put all the youngsters out yeah. and Drogba yeah last year no we, didn't he? He we've did got right. we've got great enough players to be able to deal with uh, Walsall famous last words yeah well I, I, it'd be interesting to see who gets I suppose um, you know the, the one thing about Courtois being injured is that you know we get Begovic in as our keeper who I think has been utterly fantastic he's been brilliant um, but it also now means that Blackman will get a game and I think that would be quite a nice thing really see Jamal Blackman get a run out yeah tomorrow. brilliant I presume he will so you know good luck to him I think tomorrow yeah well play Jamal yeah exactly so it'll be interesting so okay uh, and then Newcastle away that is on paper, one of the easiest games we'll play all I'm season. Scared to, I'm scared and to I'm predict scared. that we win. <laughs> yeah, no, don't. Uh, no, I like don't the way be you've been. Don't be scared to predict that we win. I think we'll get a draw there. A draw? Yeah, one all. Oh. It would be just our luck, wouldn't it, that we get a draw? Well, OK, so what's your prediction for Walsall first, then, Phil? Um, Nil-nil. <laughs> and we beat them on penalties. 1918. Yeah. Okay. I think we'll keep a, a clean sheet. I think we'll win 3 0. Oh, I like the 3 0. I'm going to go for. I'm going to go 4 0. So, so am I really, but anyway. Okay, you were just doing <laughs> comedy, weren't you? So, so Newcastle. Predictions, Alan. 
2-1 I think we'll I'm going to go 4-0 I'm going to have two 4-0s I think we'll score and then keep it tight I think it'll be 1-0 okay sounds good great stuff so that just about wraps it up for another week doesn't it yeah we've got uh, we signed up with Labrooks and we bring exclusive betting odds and offers that we have wrangled out of them for you to follow um, there's a link in the description to this podcast and uh, you can go on the link and you get a £50 bet if you put £50 on Whoa, do it on the 4 nil. do it on the 4 nil. Mm-hmm. can't go wrong thank you all very much for listening to us thank you goodbye thank you all this show is brought to you in association with Labrooks for all your betting needs with a new site design and great prices it's our preferred bookie new members can get a free match bet up to £50 when you sign up and use the code LAD50 check on site for details at labrooks.com this is a playback media production served to you in association with why not think people sports social podcast network with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time (gasps) no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.